0: Hello and good day. This is the Bible Bard. A Bard is a storyteller who recites traditional texts associated with a particular oral tradition. I'm here to recite and to amplify what the literature of the Bible says about who is God and who are human beings. Here's the place we're at today. In this podcast, part two of the subject begun in podcast 27, We take a moment to reflect a little bit more on the use of poetic language, simile, and metaphor and analogies in the Bible. Remember, a major premise of the Bible part is that the Bible is literature, and as such can be analyzed using the tools of literary criticism. Sometimes in reading the Bible, this can be a bit tricky. That happens because the Bible is also a religious text, and people have many ideas about how a religious text should be approached. In all human communication, metaphors, similes, and analogies are constantly used to create a mental picture or image of what a text is saying. The Bible uses figures of speech that provide a way in which a spiritual idea that we may not easily grasp is communicated using metaphorical language or analogies that we do understand. Here's a couple of important metaphors from the Bible. Here's about Israel and God. The Jewish nation is shown to be the wife of Jehovah, with Israel being married to God. For example, in Ezekiel chapter 16, verses 8 to 21, the text reads, God is speaking, quote, I gave you my solemn oath and entered into a covenant with you, declares the sovereign Lord, and you became mine. In, unquote. in another verse in Isaiah 54, 5, the text states, quote, for your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name, end quote. Comment, the husband-wife relationship of God to the nation Israel is so important, a metaphor, because God is often angry with Israel because of the nation's unfaithfulness to him. This metaphor of husband and wife allows the reader to understand God's emotional connection to the nation because the unfaithfulness or betrayal of a spouse in marriage is one of the most emotional experiences in human life. We can also see Jeremiah chapter 3, which provides a great amount of detail about this uh, metaphorical relationship between Israel and God. When speaking about the church and Jesus, a similar but different situation or metaphor appears. The Christian church is described as the bride of Christ. Jesus is described as the bridegroom. See Ephesians 5 uh, verses 25 through 28, which states, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to present her to himself as a radiant church, without stain or wrinkle, or any other blemish. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives. And in Revelation nineteen, verse seven, the text states, Quote, For the wedding of the Lamb, Jesus has come, and his bride, the church, has made herself ready. Comment At one time or another most human beings will attend a wedding or get married themselves. What is obvious is the joy of the couple as groom and bride look into each other's eyes and repeat their vows. The Bible uses this metaphor to express the spiritual relationship between Jesus Christ and every human being who has placed their faith in him for salvation from sin, which is called the church. Here's some additional metaphors of interest about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. The text states, quote, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That's in John chapter one, verses 29 and verse 36. Comment, in the Judaism of the Bible, a lamb is killed as a sacrifice to cover the sins of a person. In this metaphor, Jesus is declared to be God's Lamb, which means that Jesus will die to take away the sins of believers. The next one, Jesus Christ is the light of the world. The text states, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. This is in John chapter 8, verse 12 comment. In the metaphors of light and darkness that appear in the Bible, light is a metaphor for righteousness and spiritual clarity, while darkness is a metaphor for sinfulness and spiritual blindness. Uh, The next one says Jesus Christ is the vine where he says, quote, I am the vine and you're the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing. This is in John chapter 15, verses 1 through 17. I've only uh, selected a single verse in the whole long section. Comment, in this vegetative metaphor, Jesus compares himself to a plant and believers in him to the branches of the plant. The point being that the branches are dependent upon the plant that bears them to produce fruit. And, then we have another one. Jesus Christ is the bread of life. And it states, Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. It is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never hunger, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty." This is from the book of John, chapter 6, verses 32 through 35. Comment. In this metaphor, Jesus compares himself to bread, which provides human beings with physical sustenance. In the metaphor, Jesus is the bread of God, which provides eternal life to those who are spiritually hungry. And thirsty. Now, a literary analysis of the biblical text is very important because huge differences in meaning flow from deciding the meaning of a simile, a metaphor, an analogy, and what is meant literally. By using literary critical methods, we have a repeatable means to decide what is going on in a biblical text and what is meant symbolically, what is meant in figures of speech and what is meant literally. This really isn't that difficult to accomplish. The text itself, as it does in the example shown above provides simple clues that allow the presence of figures of speech to be easily understood. Are there places in the Bible where it's sometimes difficult to discern just what the texts communicate? Yes, there are. But as the reader becomes more and more acquainted with the biblical text, things that were once difficult to understand become clearer. This process takes patience. Every text is not instantly easy to comprehend. However, the Bible Bard podcast presents the clear, easily understandable text about who is God and who are human beings. The texts presented here are the foundation for everything else the Bible teaches. The methodology employed here is easily reproducible for those readers who want to read the Bible for themselves. Poetic and symbolic language in the Bible does not have to create confusion. Ideologues make several errors, often either going beyond what the text literally says by adding to it or by taking away from the text its plain meaning. Or they simply ignore the context to make the text say something that they want it to say. When an ideological need overwhelms the text itself, or when an interpretation conflicts with the larger meaning of a story, ideologues often describe their teachings about the text as secrets, claiming that they only have the authority to interpret a biblical text. Anytime a teacher suggests that an audience is too stupid or uneducated to understand by themselves what God Almighty, the inventor of language is, in their view, struggling to communicate, this is a teacher organization that is not to be trusted. Yes, God has secrets or things unrevealed at different periods of time but all he has revealed about himself and human beings is found in the biblical text that everyone in the world can access and read in their own language. The Bible barterges you, do not be dependent upon anyone to understand what the Bible says. Just follow the elemental rules of grammar and simply interpret any literary device such as metaphors, similes and analogies found in the text that any author uses in telling a story. The biblical story is not a secret text meant to hide its meaning from you, rather the Bible is a literary as well as sacred text meant to communicate to you something the author, the Holy Spirit, wants you to know. This is the way the Bible Bard works. Brief recitations closely, focus, no distractions, no rabbit trails. Follow the Bible Bard on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Send the Bible Bard any question or remarks you care to offer to U S at gmail.com. Glad to hear from you.